0: Hello and welcome to Bastards and Broken Things, a podcast brought to you by the Fan Critical Network, covering, of course, House of the Dragon, Game of Thrones, and all A Song of Ice and Fire content. We gather weekly as a small council to discuss every episode in great detail. But before we do that, I enlist the help of my trusty squire, Mm -hmm. also my cupbearer, and a potential... Night in the making. Yes, I get little Gareth to help me decipher my immediate thoughts after watching said latest episode. Um, And that's just to give you, lovely listeners, some delicious, delicious, delicious morsels of gossip. Delicial. Yeah, delicious. I uh, stumbled, but delicious morsels, (laughs) Gareth, of gossip Mm. Uh, until we get that deep dive out later in the week. Hello, Gareth. How are you?
1: A little bit angry, to be honest. A little bit angry. Oh, God, here we well, go. Well, look, I... Tech issues. I Yeah, I've had some tech issues. Um, Jesus. Which isn't ideal uh, coming into this. But I was already angry um, because earlier today I listened to the deep dive that you and Lady Barrow oh. took
0: part in. Actually listened to one. Actually listened to, his own po- to our own po- podcast. Isn't that impressive, listen to dear listeners? Isn't
1: that impressive? Yeah. They're just not normally worth commenting on. And <laughs> okay. in your Thanks. little advert section, this n- I I'm, right. I'm setting the record straight, list dear listener. Yeah. Whilst I'm not a tall man, I am five <laughs> five foot eight, or 173 centimeters. Right now, that is that's literally yeah. a couple of centimeters below average height. Like so, you're below, below average LL height. <laughs> And yes, <laughs> some would I say not, you are the imp of the I group. I may not be a strong man, but I will outrun any of you, and you know that. You know okay. that to be
0: true. We'll, we'll get a tourney started, and we'll, you know we'll have jousting. We'll have melee combat, and then we'll also just have run a running can race I, can, for can, shits I have, and
1: can Lucy joust on my behalf, please? Um... <laughs> what are you saying about Lucy? I'm confused now. Anyway, <laughs> she can hold um... a lance. I'm sure she can carry. Oh, Jesus, Gareth. She knows how to do it. I think that's got a bit saucy.
0: (laughs) Jesus Christ. Scandal. Anyway, let's move on. Scandal of the school council. Um, (laughs) We've just finished watching episode nine titled The Green Council. Okay, Gareth, what are your unsullied, unfiltered thoughts on this
1: episode? And of course, do not score it. No, I'm not going to score it. Um, Or I'm not going to score it explicitly. I feel like maybe in my tone a score will be implied. I found it... I found this a really disappointing episode. I was buzzing about this show after the last two. And I, I, again, off air, because, you know, we do not blueberry at this stage. But off air, I gave both of the the previous two five blueberries and I thought, this is it, we have liftoff. And then this episode... I, to be honest, it was fucking bizarre at times. It was really weird. <laughs> I like I, there's some weird shit in there, there's right. there's weird some stuff, Weird stuff. But, but weird in terms of like, why have they filmed it like this? And why why mm. is this little scene structured in this way? Like, this isn't this isn't like twelve year old after school night in shining armor TV show. This is a Song of Ice and Fire. This is Westeros that we're talking about. So why are they doing this little campy chase egg on around King's Landing, Flea Bottom? I I found it a strange episode. I didn't understand a lot of people's motivations or like what really the kind of consequences would be of certain outcomes. So I didn't know, like, I didn't know where the stakes were. Um, And I just found myself wanting to see rhaenyra and daemon and and i I didn't oh you'll get that next week oh yes yeah
0: i'm sure you'll get that next week because next episode's called uh rhaenyra and daemon i think it's called the black council (laughs) something like that um yeah look i'm gonna echo a little bit your thoughts like i think coming off the back of two five blueberry episodes um and last episode i thought was absolutely amazing and i've you know sung the praises of it on multiple podcasts now um this to me how many other podcasts are you doing yeah oh well cheating on you with more podcasts are I no definitely not but if you do want me to appear on your podcast go to no I'm joking <laughs> seriously um no genuinely I, I I'm I'm disappointed a little bit as a book reader now look I still think that the episode is is decent I think I think it's not the worst episode of the season mm, um I think it is there's a couple well, that's interesting I think there's a couple of things in there from a book reader's perspective where i'm just a bit like what the fuck is going on here like there's a couple of decisions which we'll get onto, maybe in the hot take here and in the deep dive where i'm like this makes no sense to me right um and you know i think the character of Alison is a big problem at the moment it's a big problem they've dug themselves into a little hole with the prophecy bullshit mm. um and all that shit it's just it's 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 making it very muddled um when it doesn't need to be this muddled and they had a clear path that seemed right to me but before we go on to that i just want to say i i I did actually still enjoy the episode like i was still not on the edge of my seat but i was still sat there like you know properly engaged in it i think i think the next episode and this is just my prediction here Gareth, from the hot take the next episode i've seen the preview fuck me it's going to be fire if some of the stuff happens that happens in the book okay yeah so instead of the usual game of thrones formula and if every Listeners should know this because they probably have watched Game of Thrones. Episode nine, which is this episode, is usually the one where something massive happens. And then episode 10 is like reconfiguring the board in ready, you know, for the next season. Um, it feels like ne- this next episode for me is going to be the one where it's like, oh, my God, like that's going to be that episode. So <clears throat> it's interesting. Hot take hot take one, Gareth. And I thought I'd, I'd, I'd start us off with a sort of jovial, like hearted take um i'm gonna start with a weird one All Right, right i'll take one has the show gone too far um that it has made laris aka clubfoot aka sasquatch aka bigfoot uh he's got a fucking foot fetish yeah and he's bribing allison to, you know to allow him to wank off uh, to her pristine feet while she sat there I mean now why you you may listeners, you may think this is a weird hot take to start with, <laughs> but I have to say I I just want to know why. Why are they doing this? Like I it's it's not in the books. I I don't think it's in the books, correct me if I'm wrong. Um it, it feels like a really fucking bizarre thing
1: to add into the show. Like a really fucking bizarre thing. Like I don't get it. What I find really interesting is that of the entire fifty-seven minutes duration. <laughs> That's the first thing that you pick out. Interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. That. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, um, I'll, I'll I just thought it him was him.
0: bizarre. Garrett, I
1: literally at that
0: point in the episode, I was just like, "What? What?" And then I was like, "What?" <laughs> it's too on the nose, isn't it? He's got a fucked up Not foot, so he gets aroused I didn't by put
1: that. <laughs> no, I, but I, I don't. I don't get it. I. Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? I think? It's this like attempt to make him just super trying there there is a bit of a problem i think in the game of thrones world where or not not in the game of thrones world in tv in general where basically physical disabilities or like anything Mm. any unusual features equals bad guy or like creepy guy you know it's an old it's a trope isn't it and Tropy, yeah. For for years people who have people with disability have said, like, can you stop doing this, please? I reckon this is an attempt to like add more to this character to be like, look, not only is he is he is he disabled, but also he's got this weird sexual fetish. Is, isn't he a strange guy? <laughs> Don't we hate him? Isn't he creepy? It's like Come on, mate. Let him be what he's into. That's it's weird, but do I care? Do I need to see it? Are we going to see what everybody's fetish is across the Red Keep? I don't think so. Unnecessary.
0: It is look, and the thing is, Laris is a very complicated character. And actually, I'm rewatching Game of Thrones at the moment, and uh, just in season one, and um getting reintroduced to Littlefinger and and, and Varys relationship, Um and. Mm. This essentially is how the Master of Whisper's role is created uh, for the small council. It's around about this time. And as you can see, like, Laris is essentially saying, hey, we need, we, we need someone on the council who's, you know, doing this sort of thing. Mm. Um, so it's interesting to see the sort of uh, creation of that role because it doesn't exist on the small council at the moment. Um, but anyway, that whole thing was fucking weird. I, I don't know. It was just it, it just was bizarre bizarre to me what a bizarre addition strange thing I mean, it's already a, a very complicated story don't get me wrong they've already sort of shrunk stuff down like some ancillary characters and stuff because it gets it gets mental gaff there's a lot going on in the dance of dragons um it just felt weird to add that in and it added nothing to me it, it, it really was just like bizarre anyway your hot take two please
1: oh yeah hot take number two i forgot to, i've got to bring some of my own yeah um please do One take bring two. them bring them on down okay um all right I've already foreshadowed this, but i was I was confused in this episode at times I didn't know what people were trying to achieve, and the biggest example of that was um the little mini episode of where's where's egg gone where's Aegon <laughs> gone gone where's the egg um, where's the egg like I don't understand. I don't understand what Eric or Arik, whichever one of it was, and Crispin were yeah. fighting about. I don't know. I was like, why has this happened? And then he's like, where's your brother? And his brother's just standing there like, hmm, I do not approve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very muddled.
0: I think... Please explain. Okay. I'll I'll try and explain it quickly because it's a hot take and I don't want to go into deep dive. Eric and Arik, Eric, um, twins. In the Kingsguard uh, shortly in, introduced last yeah. week um, they have opposing views on what should be done you know one obviously is going to be team black and one is obviously going to be team green at this stage and they tried to show you that throughout the episode but they did not do a good job I, I think they had one conversation where he's like look what he, he likes coming down here and looking at these kids fighting that and that's really bad but it's our duty to protect him says Sir Eric or whatever Um so there's that. The, they're trying to find Egon. Um, Otto and Allison are actually competing against each other here, yeah, but, uh, because but, if if Otto gets his hands on Egon first, he is going to say to Egon, "Hey, uh, kill Rhaenyra and Daemon. Send a fucking hit squad out there right now. Go to Dragonstone and behead them." Yeah. Right. But if Allison gets to Egon first, she can sort of ha- hold the power. Like, no, we're doing things on my terms. Otherwise, we're not crowning him at all. Um, and that's the sort of situation. Now, I hope that helps, Gareth. Now, I actually th- agree with you. I think it's, I think it was handled quite poorly in the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it took away from the tension in the Red Keep because I'll, I'll move on to my hot takes. Regarding this, this, uh, the Green Council that takes place right after Vassarius has died in that room, yeah is actually a very tense moment um where there's some really interesting conversations happening and it's one of my favorite parts of a dance of dragons you know in the book um because there's several different accounts of what happens right but my hot take is uh, here is RIP lord beesbury beesbury yeah yeah um yeah. because he does you know he dies right Did he? and that whole scene I thought was very good I've, i i really like the tension like the sort of like you know we're doing something really shady here but then beesbury's like now nah, I've got you know I, i'm i'm in we can't do this I've sworn an oath we've all sworn oaths what are you doing he's obviously not in on this green council shit. Mm-hmm. um and whether it's him getting his throat slit which is which what happens potentially in the book right. or getting thrown out of the window which is also an outcome that might happen <laughs> in the book because there are different accounts of what happens mm-hmm. um I thought that his death here was a bit bizarre weird just Slammed yep. his head sit down the i felt oh, i dead. felt the other two options would have been more um like if he had just pulled his head back and slit his throat i think that would have been fucking powerful like in a disgusting horrible way um so that that is i, I think this scene was very good for tension but i do think like going back to your egg thing when we go on this hunt for egg into fucking flea bottom it it really took away from that tension of, like, we're banning bat, battling down the hatches. Um, all of the fucking servants are being locked up. Anyone who knows the king is dead, right, is being locked up because it is fucking crowd control. If you don't swear fealty to us right now, you're dead. Or you're in the fucking dungeons, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so when we go into Flea Bottom, it's a bit like we lose that tension. And just as a little bit of uh, a tidbit for you here, listeners... In the books, they leave Viserys in his room, rotting for seven days. Seven fucking days. Too many days, Sam. Right?
1: No, it's too many days. It gets hot. It gets hot in King's Landing. It, it fucking does, mate. It does. So that's my sort of thing here. It's like they've gone away
0: from this fucking siege mentality situation, right?
1: To what you said, Gareth. Now, did you like the scene, the Green Council scene? Uh, yeah, to an extent firstly lord beesbury um I didn't know he had it in him. I was impressed uh, in yeah That's what he believed in, but I swear an episode or two ago, they were sort of making out that he was losing it he was like, <laughs> yeah, he started talking about yeah. something that had happened years before or yeah. yeah um and 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 I do believe my i my washing. Needs hanging out. It's like not now, Lord Beesbury. Shut up. And then like <laughs> quiet, Beesbury. <laughs> and then now he's like, cool. I liked him. And at least he went out. You know, standing yeah. up for what he believes in. Um, That's right. His his death was rubbish. Sit down. I'll oh, just die. <laughs> um, brutal. <laughs> um, but but yes, I did like that kind of. Um, reveal that they're all they're all little snakes in the grass um but then again as well Allison's kind of reaction to it was like is this i mean you know this is going on you know you know this is going on <laughs> yeah
0: and this is a problem that I have is the fact that they've and I'm look, people can say look, Len was saying earlier on that it, they wanted to give the Greens a bit more sympathy you know because I said it was all very one-sided and I think they've gone too far the other way now they've made Alison like not complicit in this whereas she is fully complicit in this in the books to to the point of she is a very vicious character right both sides do horrific things that is to be expected okay so I'm, not, I'm just saying but what I'm the, the Alicent we see here is so sort of still protecting Rhaenyra that I just can't. I don't. I don't buy it personally because I've read the book. I don't buy it. But obviously, as a show watcher, you're entitled to however you want to see the character. Obviously, it makes for a more interesting possible dynamic if she is a bit more um on the fence with this situation. So I'd like to see how it evolves for sure. Um, and maybe it can win me over if if her character develops in a more interesting way, which it has a scope to with this change, I guess.
1: I think, I also think, I don't know if this is enough for a hot take, because I kind of covered it. We kind of covered it last week as well. But the, yeah. her motivations for this being a misunderstanding of what Viserys is babbling about yeah. in his final moments, yeah. that doesn't cut it. Like, it, that doesn't, you can't have her on one hand be like, no, like uh, Rhaenyra, we can't, we can't do this. Like we have to do the right thing. And then on the other hand, be like, yeah, but he does want this absolute fucktard of a son to be king. Like, it, and incredibly, actually, Egon has the most clarity out of anybody at any point in this <laughs> in this episode, yeah. where he's like, My "Father wouldn't have wanted this. He thought I was a bell end." It's like yes, mate, you did, because yeah. you are, yes, but but fair play, well done, you are, and and he says like he had all those, he had like twenty years to say that, but he never did. Yes, correct. Why, well, Alicent? Alicent is smarter than this and knows that that's not true. I guess there's an argument to say like she's looking for an excuse or like that's uh, it. That that's that's exactly what it is. She is looking for anything
0: to justify what is about to happen and look maybe in her position we would do the same thing because I can tell you right now shit's going to need justification because it's about to kick off The Dance of Dragons officially starts at the end of this episode Gareth Uh, and here's another hot take for you Uh, it's about um, Rainie's and her dragon Melly. the Red Queen hot hot take and the coronation scene Um, (laughs) yeah I just want to say, first hope, of all...
1: I hope King Charles doesn't go this way next year. <laughs> Imagine yeah. that. First of all, I want to say that I think, I think Rainey's,
0: and the actress playing her this year, has been fantastic. I think she's doing a fucking brilliant job. She brings such gravitas to every scene, like that scene with her and Alison here, where Alison's trying to sweet talk her, and she's like, she's not having any of it, you know? Um... But the coronation scene, I thought, was pretty cool in scope and in grandeur, and I liked seeing some really cool things in there, like Egon's Valyrian steel uh, crown, and also Blackfire, the sword of Egon the Conqueror. These are all really cool little, super nerdy, Song of Ice and Fire things, right? Um, and it then descended to chaos, Gareth, with uh, essentially oh, just, this just before, red. just
1: before you talk the, about that, though. Go on. God. Did you look at any of the extras? They're hilarious. They are so. They freak. are hilarious. Some of them were like, some of them were like talking to each other, like, yeah,
0: maybe he should be king. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on here? Yeah, which one is he again? I don't
1: know. Like... Oh, he's that egg on one. <laughs> I mean, maybe there would be like that, I guess. That's part of the point. They don't yeah. give a shit. I know, but they yeah, are I know. Terrible. Terrible. Anyway, mm. carry on. Dragon. Um, enter Dragon. The dragon. Well,
0: yeah, break out. The dragon breaks out um, and essentially wreaks havoc. And then Raines has the opportunity to end the war, which hasn't even started yet, by the way. It's about to start. Um, right there, right then. She can incinerate them all. I'm not saying she should because that's obviously a psychopathic move. Um, but she chooses to just flee. And obviously she's going to tell Rhaenyra and Damon and the Blacks what is going on. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that whole thing, Gareth? Um,
1: I thought that was cool. Rainis is cool. Um, Her dragon's cool. I think, um, I, I think it's one of those things that because we know where the story's going, like we know that this is going to result in war, it's very easy to say, like, why don't you just kill them all? But in reality, in that moment, it's like if you, if you went back, if we went back in time. And had the opportunity to get rid of Hitler, maybe he would, maybe he wouldn't, because it's hard if he's a little baby. Like that's tough. But you know what? <laughs> you know how many lives you're going to save. But that's right. You're still going to have to kill somebody. Even then, it's tough. Even then, it's a tough thing to do. Let alone at this point where she doesn't have benefit of being able to sit down and read House of the Dragon, right? Like. She she doesn't have the opportunity. She doesn't know what's coming. She just knows that there are people who are being dickheads and are threatening to start war. I, I understand why she didn't do it, is what I'm saying. Yeah, she's not mad. Like,
0: let's put it this way. If it was fucking Amond on top of that dragon, he burns them all to a fucking piece of ash. You know what I'm saying? But it's not. It's rainy. She's a lot more measured. She's smart. Um... And she's not a killer like that. So I, I understand her as a character. I understand her motivation. She's like, let's get back, tell Rhaenyra. Um, But what I'm saying is shit's going to go, you know, go down where tens of thousands of people are going to die. And, um, hmm. <laughs> and when you look back at these moments, it's just like, oh, God, this is also a fictional moment. doesn't happen in the books. So they've made it more dramatic, you know, which I actually think causes a problem here. Um, which is what I'm talking about. Um, I also thought. Side note: the CG was terrible. Thoughts? Um, I've been watching Rings of Power, man. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, my whole my whole bar is just set on a whole new level. No, for CG maybe, now. Maybe it was, um, which is bad. Uh, maybe it was. I I didn't. I didn't. I can't. The dragon think... looked good, but the rubble and the smoke yeah, effect. Yeah, I was okay. like, I was like, wow, that is not
1: great. Yeah. Um uh, it it didn't it didn't strike me at the time but now that you say that and and I'm thinking back I think I know mm. what you mean yeah a little bit um it 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 does Windows concern me player. considering the next couple of seasons are CG heavy. Mm.
0: We're going to have dragons fighting dragons. I've paid for the, you the know? premium Windows movie player. Well maybe next week we'll have uh, some better CG maybe some big moments coming up who knows who knows I know yeah, you- Tee-hee. you know and you keep telling us um, exactly what's going to happen so no never wink wink but no seriously um let's 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 end it here because this has run almost as long as our longest hot take no. which i will not let no. happen not on not my on watch, this episode because we've got a deep dive we've got a deep dive to do um but overall i would say our thoughts are that this episode is not as good as the previous two um and i would say that there's a couple of things in here which are slightly worry us however we still had a good time and that's what it's about we still had a good time having a good time talking about it have a lot of fun okay so that's it hot take done hot take done done thank you sir gareth
1: thank you very much mate
0: might see you on the deep dive don't know if you're available this week Mm, i'll check your diary yeah so busy Busy running races winning races so (laughs) if not the others will be here so don't worry dear listeners anyway catch you all in the next one yeah of course by the way write in to us fan podcast at gmail.com we do the feedback in the feedback section of the main podcast that's fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com with your thoughts on the episode or the podcast or whatever you like and that is it thanks sir gareth thanks mate i'm your host sir len see you on the deep dive in a few days see time you.